It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Mondelez no longer pursuing a combination with Hershey. What a day for breaking news we have had today from Apple and Caesars Entertainment to now Mondelez. Ken Shea joins us, Bloomberg News, Bloomberg Intelligence, to tell us uh, we don't know too much yet, Ken. We know that it was down at least 10% as soon as that news came out post-market. Mondelez saying it's disappointing with the outcome. What's going to happen in this case? Yeah, hi, Kathleen. Um, yeah, today's news certainly was a disappointment, certainly uh, for investors who thought that combination of Hershey and Mondelez as powerful brands would um, you know, be a, a strong investment. Um, and they may have had a good case there. I mean, they would have had a, a leading uh, U.S. share in a very uh, attractive high-margin uh, grocery category. Um, Without getting into the gory details, I mean, we know that Hershey is closely controlled by the board, and they were cool to the to the uh, bid. Um, Hershey's got a strange uh, characteristic about it also in that a deal has to be approved by the Attorney General of Pennsylvania. So there's really a, it's really a, a tough company to, to acquire. And Mondelez, I, I guess, felt that, uh, you know, it had enough uh, ways to, to get around it. Um, but investors were, were were thinking that the deal was going to get done based on how Hershey was trading. So, uh, yeah, it's certainly going to be a disappointment to holders of Hershey. Yeah. Um, what happens? I mean, but can anybody step in on either side, right? I mean, I know there's a lot of techni- technical and difficult things with Hershey. W- will anybody else step up now? You know that's that's a million dollar question with Hershey. I think they, you know, they, they, I think they've probably scared some people off uh, in terms of, you know, trying to acquire it. Um, with Mondelez, you know, I think it underscores its need to pursue acquisitions to grow. You know, it's it's in, it's in emerging markets like China and, and some attractive markets, uh, but they're s- okay. slowing down, and so it feels that it needs to diversify better. Um, and it signaled that by by looking at a company who's mm-hmm. essentially a U.S. based company like Hershey. Okay. Um, but for Hershey, it's hard to say if anyone's going to take a run at it here. Well, if, I'm sure if anybody does, you'll be the first to let us know. Ken Shea, senior analyst for food and beverage at Bloomberg Intelligence. Let's get right to Ward McCarthy, chief financial economist at Jefferies. A bond market rally today, Ward. Uh, we had consumer spending looking reasonably healthy. Inflation year over here still lagging the Fed's uh, target by a long shot. What's going on? Well, I think what we saw today was a couple of things. First of all, uh, the uh, three-hour sell-off that we saw on Friday afternoon uh, created some uh, yield levels that looked to be a little bit attractive. And keep in mind, we're right on the threshold of the end of the month as well. So uh, there were some institutional investors that uh, were involved with uh, extension trades. So uh, I think that's really primarily what we're looking at. Uh, But when you take a bigger step back and you look at last week's 
big development, which of course was Jackson Hole. Uh, it was really kind of a, a friendly message from the Fed, even though they were telling us that they uh, expect to raise short-term rates um, in the not-too-distant future. Uh, they also said, we're not going to raise them a lot, and we're going to leave the balance sheet uh, enormous for a long time to come. So I think uh, these were probably um, some comforting messages as well. So what do you take away from Jackson Hole Ward? Uh, I think I guess you just summed up what you you take away. Uh, did the bond market pay any attention to uh, Governor Crota, BOJ governor, reiterating and maybe even saying more firmly he's ready to do whatever it takes to uh, you know weaken the end, boost inflation, et cetera? Because it seems like you got one other big central bank central bank saying we're going to have lots of lots of liquidity coming out there, lots of stimulus. Well. You know, there were a lot of messages uh, coming from Jackson Hole, and in fact, there were so many that it's, you know, makes it difficult to, um, you know, get a very clear picture. Uh, but it's one thing is is quite clear that uh, central banks still want to provide uh, stimulus to the economies uh, to do what they can. Although a lot of them seem to think that they may be near the end of their rope, uh, there's only so much central banks can do. And one of the important themes out of the Jackson Hole Symposium as well was that it's time for the politicians to start carrying some of the load um, and with some fiscal policy changes that will promote growth. Okay, Ward. So I guess the question is then, what does this mean for the bond market? We've got the, okay, you got a, kind of a bounce back rally, some nice looking yield levels. But if the Fed's near the end of its rope, if it's not going to raise much, that would seem to be bullish. On the other hand, if the fiscal side were to step up, what does that mean? <laughs> well, I'm not going to hold my breath yeah. <laughs> waiting for the fiscal side to uh, to step up. I mean, first of all, we have to get through what I think is um, an election that uh, very few people expected. Uh, when you look at the uh, the two parties both seem like they want to spend uh, more money, especially on infrastructure. So that would fit the the, uh, the type of actions that central banks would like. Uh, but on the other hand, the two parties go in opposite directions on tax policy. Mm -hmm. uh, the Republicans wanting to cut taxes and uh, the Democrats are going in, in the other direction, um, especially on corporate tax I think, which is, okay. uh, you know, a, a really significant issue for this country um, because of the inversion issue. Um, and that's really just a function of the fact that uh, the last time we changed taxes was 30 years ago, and we're high now. Oh, boy. All right. We're McCarthy summing up so much uh, what uh, lies ahead or what we should from Jackson Hole as we head toward that September 21st Federal Reserve meeting and a September 21st Bank of Japan meeting. Hey, I want to thank uh, John Lauder, our technical director today, of course, our producer, Sam Langa. I'm Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun from May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. 
Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.